Flames Go. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup, lift it up. Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup, lift it up. Win a cup, fill it up. Win a cup, drink it up. Flame and see, Calgary, lift it up. Win the cup. To take you behind the scenes of uh, what happens in this studio when the phone rings, Normally, it flashes red in the room, but for some reason, <laughs> right now the phone is flashing green. Mm-hmm. Hello? Morning. How are you guys today? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, I just want to say, uh, go stars, go. Oh, Jacob. Oh, good morning, Jacob, or bad morning, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, you sound so optimistic today. Like you almost, uh, like almost like you forget what happened in the last game. Yeah. Need I remind I, you? I don't. I I don't need to worry about the last game because the Stars take it tonight, in Calgary. If, if you like, I can give you a reminder. Oh, flames go! Oh, flames go! Oh, flames go! Oh, what's that? Another flames go! <laughs> Four of them. All right, all right. Fair enough, but. Uh, this time, I'm in the building, so I'm going to be the good look charm tonight. Oh, you're oh. going to be one of the Lone Stars fans. Uh, Jacob, will you be wearing green? I am. I'm wearing uh, an old-fashioned Dallas jersey. Wow. Oh, man. Stars thumb sticking out like a sore Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever makes them win. <laughs> yeah, it's super, super easy to spot those green jerseys in that sea of red. And uh, now we're going to be watching for you. Uh, on TV tonight, Jacob. That's kind of cool. I mean, we're not rooting for you by any means, but I can't wait to try to see you on TV. Of course, of course. I would like to say this right now to anybody going to the game. Please be respectful to Jacob. He's going to be sad at the end of the night when the Flames <laughs> go up three games to two. Very sad. Let's yes. let's be bigger people and uh-huh. and let's let's embrace Jacob because we all know Jacob. When this is all said and done and the Flames win this series, you're going to be ready to hop on the Flames bandwagon. And when <laughs> the the invitation is always open Plenty for you room, Jacob. to join the right side. Hey, I appreciate that, and the offer stands for you. You can always join the join the Stars bandwagon as well because when the Stars take out the Flames, you're going to be like, damn, they played really well. Maybe I'll cheer for them. <laughs> we respect your commitment, Jacob. Go Flames, go, and uh, we'll see who's laughing tomorrow. Sounds good. Go Stars, go. <laughs> Dallas, a city rich in culture. Like the culture of completely shutting down over a little bit of snow. No wonder they're so bad on the ice. Go Flames, go. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Worst date Wednesday. Worst date Wednesday. It is the best of the worst stories about just trying to date in Calgary. And the beautiful thing is, Danae, everybody's got something to share because we've been on, all been on bad dates before. Absolutely. I mean, dating is one of those awkward things in life. And when those awkward things happen, it really does help to share. And so we really invite that to happen. You can always text us about your worst date to 985-985. Now here to share with us is Brittany. So I met this guy on Bumble and I had never been on Bumble before. I was like, whatever, I'll give this a shot. So match up with this guy. He's like, hey, can I pick you up? Normally, I wouldn't let someone pick me up, but I was like, you know what? He looks like a nice, normal guy, sure. Comes to my house, right off the bat, he's like, oh, like, bring it in for a hug, like, tries to kiss me on the cheek, and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, get in his car, he starts like, hey, sweetie, how was your day? Like, what was the best part of your day? And I'm like, uh, whatever, <laughs> like, so start talking about work. Got 
with my hand and I'm just like awkwardly holding it out with a straight arm, like dip my wrist down and he's like, loosen up, like just relax, like let's hold hands. Grabs my finger and sticks it like between his teeth and chomps down on it. Jeez. And starts going like, like making this weird gurring noise and I'm just like, get my finger out of your dirty mouth. Like I don't know where your teeth are. part of Celia's story is how she got revenge on the guy. I went on a date to a museum with um, an ex-boyfriend and at the time we were, you know, madly in love. (laughs) But we get to the museum and we assume that it's going to be free entry, but they tell us that no, it's actually going to cost a few dollars to get inside. And I'm fine with that, but uh, my boyfriend at the time, you know, he was very broke and he was like, no, um, I'm not going to pay a few dollars. And I was bitter because I got so excited. We drove so far to get there. And I said, hey, I'm going to pay and I want to go in. I'll pay for both of you and both of us. And he said, no, just go in yourself. What? So, so I spent two hours walking around a museum by myself knowing he was outside. And I was pissed off because museums are pretty boring some of the time. Yeah. And I wanted him there with me to like do funny commentary as we were walking around. But no, his ass wanted to be standing outside. And I felt like that was the worst date ever. What did this dude do for two hours while you toured the museum by yourself? I don't even know, like, was on his phone, as everybody is nowadays, which is so lame. And was he, like, cranky and impatient and everything when you did finally wrap up your time touring the museum you set yeah. out to do? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, he was, he was cranky. He was like, yeah, you took a long time. And I'm like, yeah, it would have been faster, you know, if I had you by my side and we were talking and having fun, but no. Ugh. <sighs> 
How much longer did you guys date after that? Uh, a few months. And then I hooked up with his best friend. So oh. that was over. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does he appreciate art? <laughs> or can uh, he afford to get into a museum? He, yes. <laughs> yes, he can. <laughs> I like the idea. Oh, wow. You with his best friend, and you go to the museum, and you uh, you make out and send him a picture, and be like, "Hey, check it out. <laughs> this guy had eight dollars." Exactly. That's a big deal in my book. That is Celia's story for worst date Wednesday. All we're missing is yours. We know you've been on a bad date. Tell us what happened. Tell us a story. Up next to join us on worst date Wednesday is Ashley. I was really into this guy who was a narcissistic actor. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> and uh, and um, I went over to his place to like, cook for him, and he was playing Call of Duty the whole time. Oh, no. And he was, like, yelling, like, ah, like, yelling all this, like, crazy stuff to his, like, friends, like, on the headset, and I'm in there, like, slaving over this pasta. And I'm just, like, and I'm just taking longer than I should have just because I'm, like, oh, my God, this is, this is really bad like this is what am i doing with my life <laughs> so it it was the best pasta i've ever made for the worst possible guy oh, no. but this guy he literally was just playing call doing the entire time and then he's like oh bro like this chick is making me like like dinner right now and i was like i want to i'm i wish i just kind of like left my body <laughs> I should have just left right then, but I didn't. Yeah. And I served him dinner, and I. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I feel like we. I don't know. It. It. It was kind of funny. I was like, "How did I get? How did I get here?" And he, you know, he like loved the pasta, but he was he was terrible. Yeah, he's that kind of guy. Like, I. I I wonder if he's ever gonna love someone as much as he loves himself. Like, yeah. or Call of or Call of Duty. <laughs> or Call of Duty, I'm just breath. <laughs> Do you know what I love most about this story is that in that moment, as you were in the kitchen, as you were making this amazing dish, you had that moment where you said, "Ugh, what am I doing here?" Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times when you're on a terrible date, you're like. Okay, well, all right. But you had that moment of realization there and then, and you're like, yep, this is it. This is going to be the last one. Yeah, yeah. But the pasta recipe is really good. Bon appetit, <laughs> lemon pasta. Incredible. But, you know, I learned from that, and I have a really nice boyfriend now. He appreciates my efforts. And he likes being with me more than he likes playing with his bros with a joystick in his hand. Yikes. Up next to share on Worst Date Wednesday is Dana. My worst date was just a completely catfish situation. It was in the, you know, I was on all the apps at the time and this guy was really cute, whatever. We met at a bar and I'm waiting and he, like, he comes up to me and he looks nothing like I was expecting based on his photos. So I just thought it was a stranger being like, you know, are you using this chair kind of a thing? <laughs> and he's like, it's me. I'm like, oh, hi. Like, and, and I, at first I felt scared because I'm like, why don't you look like your pictures? And I'm just trying to play along. But he ended up being just the opposite of his profile. He was very quiet. He had glasses. He was like a tech guy. And like, it was just not what I was expecting. It was so awkward. And I felt like I didn't know how to get out of it. I think we were there like two hours and finally I'm like, okay, oh. so nice to meet you. I, yeah, I definitely got stuck. 
I, he was nice. <laughs> but he wasn't anything like, what did he present himself as when you guys were talking online? He just was like very confident, um, outgoing, talkative, like funny. And his pictures were I definitely like filtered. So I should have foreseen, but <laughs> just good looking. And he was, when he showed up, he was so meek and quiet and it was just very bizarre. I, I just felt like I got scammed a bit on that one. I like to think in, a, in an alternate universe, Dana, where if we got a chance to talk to this guy, he'd be like, let me tell you about this great date I went on. She was everything she presented herself as. She yeah. was even better in person. But you know and what? We both felt like me. after the two-hour lunch we had, maybe we'd be better as friends. And I'm just waiting on that call. We'll, we'll go out and play racquetball one day or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think he thought anything of it. It just <laughs> completely went over his head. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Good morning. 98.5. Virgin Radio. Can we agree that only really, really fun, awesome, and cool people listen to Virgin Radio? Absolutely. 110%. Sure. Totally. Always hearing interesting stories and always connecting with really, really interesting people. And we've been waiting for some f- for some follow-up from a friend of ours since uh, Friday. Danae, his name is Ryan, and he had some pretty just out-there plans oh. for his mom on Mother's Day. When Ryan called us on Friday and told us that he was going to surprise his mom by going skydiving, ah. taking her skydiving for Mother's Day on Friday. I was like, come on, that's not happening. So we were really excited to hear from Ryan to hear an update. <laughs> Ryan, what the <laughs> heck happened, dude? So, interesting story. So we get to Innisfail, and uh, she goes, well, where are we going? Because my mom had no idea that Innisfail had a skydiving, uh, basically a skydiving place there, right? So I said, well, um... We're going to do something, but you can't back out. She goes, well, what, what are we doing? And obviously she, you know, she kind of figured it out as soon as she saw little, little planes going off. <laughs> and she goes, I have a little secret to tell you. She goes, my best friend is an instructor here. I'm like, what? So I guess she ratted me out. And <laughs> my mom ended up, my mom did do it with me. Uh, but, yeah, she, uh, she was freaked out. When we got up to the air, and but she had a lot of fun, but she apparently knew about the whole time that I was taking her skydiving. Oh, surprise! Yeah, ruined. Her best friend is an instructor there, which is funny because she was the one who went out with my mom off the plane. Wow. Yeah. So when you skydive, you have to go out with the jumper uh, three times before you can do it by yourself. So right, I right, got right. my ticket already. But my mom is like, no, I'm not leaving. So her friend said, you know what? Seeing as you ratted out Ryan, we're jumping. And she jumped, and my mom screamed for dear life. <laughs> so I kind of got a bit of payback, so it was really funny. But I had no idea she knew somebody that worked there. And my mom's like, you know, we got home. I'm like, why didn't you just tell me? She goes, well, it was funnier if we, you know, I kind of played into your little trick. And I said, well, wouldn't you have known when I did the, you know, the I fly out by Cross Iron? She goes, no, I didn't actually know. And then all of a sudden she called me and said, yeah, just to let you know, your son's taking you skydiving. <laughs> she goes, what? 
<laughs> I'm not doing that. And she goes, yeah, let's play a little trick on him. And yeah, so it was fun. But <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> what a dude, Ryan, the <laughs> sneakiest son in Calgary. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. If you see someone walking around Calgary with puffy eyes this morning, could be one of two things. Number one, they could be an Oilers fan, <laughs> and that team is behind in the Stanley oh, Cup playoffs boy. now <laughs> after losing last night. Or, Danae, like you, they could have watched... The third last episode of This Is Us. You guys, it is not getting easy as we get to the end of this show. My goodness. Uh, Absolute ball fest last night. Uh, Spoiler alert if you're not caught up here, but it's kind of been, you know, slow playing this for the last few seasons. Rebecca Pearson, played by Mandy Moore, the matriarch of this amazing family we've followed and supported for six years, has Alzheimer's. And uh, last night really, really showed her decline. And yeah, a lot of people drawing comparisons to the Robert Munch book, I'll Love You Forever, which is, of course, a mom taking care of her baby, her toddler, her teenager. And then at the end, that grown man having to take care of her at the end of her life and like oh my goodness the scene where kevin has to call his brother randall and say that he's got to get there quick because she's got to say goodbye immediately like sobbing uncontrollably hey brother hey you and the girls and beth should get here as soon as you can they're saying It won't be long now. Okay. Okay. It's an awkward moment. You get a call from a friend. He gets the phone. Hey, brother, what's up? Yeah. What's hey, yeah. how about uh, how about those Phoenix Suns, right? NBA playoffs, right? And then he's like, Oh no, actually, uh, a good friend of our family is uh, is not doing very well at all. Yeah, and that's that's their mom. Like that's their mom that's passing away. He's Yikes. calling to say get there to say goodbye to mom, and like that's how the episode ends. Those last two, those two OKs, the OK OK, <laughs> and then the episode ended to leave us all Kim Kardashian ugly crying. <laughs> but, like the next promo, like up next week yeah. on mom, like starts yeah. playing right. Yeah. Like oh my goodness, and the, the worst part about it is, is when you hear that clip, there's a song that plays in the background which is a song called To Build a Home that has played in the emotional, super highly emotional scenes of all six seasons. That song has made an appearance. And I realized last night, and that is like my go-to song for when I feel like feeling, that is going to be such a trigger for me going forward. Anytime you start to hear those piano notes, I think going forward is gonna just immediately make me start ugly crying. Picture this, Fuzzy. There you are. You're at the Sobeys in Cranston, and uh-huh. you're looking at, I don't know, red red peppers for some reason. The song uh-huh. comes on, and all of a sudden, you're hit with an uncontrollable emotional moment. There I am. Like, wait a minute. I'm at the peppers. I'm not near the onions. Yeah, I'm crying. I'm not near the onions. If I was near the onions, this would make sense, but why do I feel the urge to sob uncontrollably? So I'm going to need your guys' help going forward. As this show, there's two episodes left. 
After that, please, if you ever hear this song, please start playing the reggae horns to make me laugh. <laughs> I, I will promise you that, Danae. That if we ever range. encounter this song and we're together, we'll make it stop immediately. <laughs> Thank you so much. Two episodes of This Is oh, Us man. left, and you know they're going out with... I don't want to say a bang because that could involve yeah. everybody in the show going yeah. as well. The good news yeah. is that you can always watch it in reruns, I'm sure, and on demand, and you can it's call on it. Netflix. Maybe yeah, they could yeah, just yeah. rebrand the show as "This Was Us," and when it's this done, was, this was us. This was actually, us. Actually, that was the banner they had. They just had the premiere, uh, like the Hollywood premiere and screening of uh-huh. the finale, and that was the big thing. The marquee oh. said, "This was us." There you go. This was. Us. <sighs> Maybe I should be in marketing. <laughs> Two more very sad Wednesdays Ugh. in your future. Go Flames, go. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup, lift it up. Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup, lift it up. Win a cup, fill it up. Win a cup, drink it up. Flame and sea, Calgary, lift it up. Win the we got the man behind the song on the phone with us this morning. Hello, it's Wild. Yo, Wild, it is Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. How you feeling on game day number five going down tonight at the Dome? Oh, morning show. How's it going? I'm feeling great. We're getting all ready for some performances tonight, and the Flames are getting ready to kick butt, too. One of my favorite things to watch over the last few days has been your pop-up performances that you've had on game days, whether it was here uh, when they were in town or whether they were on the road and you were just kind of driving around getting ready to go. Yeah, I know. It's been lots of fun. We thought if we're going to convert this truck, we may as well get uh, as much use out of it as possible. So we've just been enjoying driving around doing some performances, uh, whether they're home or away. Wild, how is it feeling to be, like, Flames famous right now? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say famous, just to be humble, but it's been it's been super <laughs> fun. I teach a lot of kids dance, so uh, anytime I turn around, walk down the hall or, or whatever, they go, they go, win the cup, win the cup. Oh. <laughs> Pretty, it's, it's it's very cute. So it's uh, it's been nice with the little fan stars I got for students. This there's no this is no time to be humble about this. I mean, you are a Calgary kid. You grew up in this city. You went to school in this city. You teach dance in this city, and everybody knows your song right now. And we're gonna bring a cup home to this city. So we're done with being humble, fuzzy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. fine. You broke me. You finally broke me. We're gonna. We're just gonna get straight to it. Confident. Yes. Yes. Wild. You're gonna be uh, performing. You've got a mobile stage. Where can we see you today between, you know, like now and game time? Uh, well, uh, we got a little uh, interview, a little TV interview happening at 10 a.m. Um, so we're going to be out there by the dome, uh, hopefully not making too much noise yet in the morning. But then uh, we might stop by a high school or two just to spread some team spirit. And then we're definitely going to be hitting uh, 17th Ave tonight, uh, probably around uh, 5.45, 6 o'clock. And then... Uh, who knows, maybe in, a, in and around the dome area. Well, we encourage everybody, if you're out and you see Wild performing, uh, make sure you get it on the Instagram, get it on Twitter, wherever you get it on Snapchat. Make sure you tag Virgin Radio Calgary and uh, Wild Music Official on there as well. Absolutely, absolutely, friends. Thanks so much for your time today, morning show, and I uh, can't wait to do it again. What a dude. Watch for him around Calgary today. Spreading flames, joy, and good vibes. It's funny, he said he can't wait to do it again. You know what I can't wait to do again? Hit play on the song. Yeah, let's do it! Win the cup.
to see Calgary lift it up yeah, when the cops get the roof, the roof's on fire And your team's gonna choke when the smoke get higher Cause we skate fast, burn ice, shoot past, check tight Sutter looking good, right? 1989 hype, hit him with that good, good drove Going club side, 2004, it was in, we know that's right Big bad backlin got a backhand like a Branson When he's scrapping, Noah Hannafin and Anderson What's up, Tanner jumping in the rush Linton, he moving up like a chuck in the clutch You know he don't give a fuck Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup Lift it up, win a cup, win a cup, win a cup, lift it up, win a cup, fill it up, win a cup, drink it up, flame and see, Calgary, lift it up, win the cup, coming with the body rock, number 17, like a red mile party block, ain't nobody messing with Sidora, that's just silly talk, we just do the Lindy walk, Andrew Manjipani, so what you gonna Dylan do, bay about it, we keep it rolling, giving, going, tic-tac, to Foley, I'm on a hand, cold man, yeah, they know the plan, go Get a ring on your finger and a cup for the fans. Cause we skate fast, burn ice, shoot past, check tight. Sutter looking good, right? 1989 hype. Hit him with that good, good drove going club side. 2022, this is it. We know that's right. Big bread, Richie and Cabranza gonna get you. If we're dancing, put your hands up, man. We fighting for the cup. Got big bad Marky with a broom in the crease. He's a thief. Steal your goals, send your home with the sweep. Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup. Lift it up, win a cup, win a cup. have a lot in common like both of our logos are just giant letters but we all know c comes before d go flames go 98.5 virgin radio tyler danae and fuzzy coming to you feeling somewhat somber and nostalgic this morning as apple dropped the news just yesterday they are no longer going to be making ipods (laughs) Oh. Meanwhile, everybody's going, really? They were still making iPods, huh? Yeah, I uh, thing, eh? had, had, had no idea. In fact, I said to my wife, Kelly, before bed last night, she said, no kidding. Yeah. And what's funny is the iPods that Apple were making were now like nostalgia based. Like they were like throwbacks and kind yeah. of like uh, like like retro versions of what was like one of the most revolutionary ways to listen to music uh, of our lifetimes. Yeah. And because I mean, there was the, and then there was the different varieties, too, because you had the classic. Then you had the shuffles, which were like the little like badge button type ones, uh, and then eventually they got into d- essentially iPhones with the touches, right? It's funny we uh, got a comment on Facebook from Nessa Danae. Nessa still has her little square shuffle; she still uses yeah, it all the time. Yeah, she says I still have my iPod, the little square one. Uh, Love and listening to like '90s country. She says Technotronics as well. Oh, wow! Uh, and Laura still using her iPod as well. She says that's actually how she listens to Virgin Radio, which it, is interesting. It's funny. It was like one of the biggest things in pop culture, and for for like listening this morning, there's a really really good chance the iPod was the first way you. Personally, listen to music wherever you went. Yeah. What is iPod? iPod is an MP3 music player, has CD quality music, and it plays all of the popular open formats of digital music. The coolest thing about iPod, your entire music library fits in your pocket. And this is what the front of it looks like. Boom. That's iPod. I haven't had one right here in my pocket, matter of fact. There it is, right there. 
I, I just love the idea that there's this man in turtleneck and like like dad jeans sitting there, and he's totally. like, "I'm about to blow your minds," and yeah. people are like, "Whoa, it's 2001, and I don't know what's going on right totally. now." What am I gonna do with my CD binder? <laughs> Uh, such a such a cool thing. I like the idea that uh, the announcement that iPods are going away will convince people to either uh, a dig theirs out that may be in a yeah. drawer in their Truth. home because yeah. it's been sort of obsolete. You haven't needed it in a long time. Yeah. But there's also a chance like iPods will become like vintage. Like it'll be like you'll be a vinyl collector, but an iPod collector. Yo, there's like <laughs> legit companies that will that refurbish them and they put in like these one terabyte hard drives that hold like oh, damn. millions of high quality sounds and stuff like that. And you can go pay to get them refurbished and stuff. And they run like a thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love that this is going to be like the new vintage. Like, yeah, I got that. Um, iPod, like people say about vinyl now. <laughs> I love it. Uh, iPod, uh, RIP making new ones. And if you got an old one, it might be worth something now. So dust it off and see if you can find that like charger that hasn't been a charger, charger that works for other things in a hundred years. And, and maybe you got yourself something vintage, man. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.